In last week's episode, I talked about the victims who were targeted by Lucy and delved into her past life. From June 2015 to June 2016, she made numerous attempts to harm babies and succeeded in killing a few. Even though I concluded the episode with her arrest, there are still a lot of things that we need to cover and this week's episode is just about that. Welcome to Shades of Macab, a true crime podcast that aims to bring you some of the most horrifying murder cases from across the world. Before I start the episode, if you have stumbled upon this episode without listening to the first part, I strongly recommend going back to get the full picture. Knowing that information would help you understand the gravity of this case. and you will be able to understand the context of the things that i will be telling you today so do check out that episode so far we know that lucy was arrested on 8 counts of murder and 6 counts of attempted murder and the first time that she was arrested was on 3 july 2018 but few things happened before her arrest lucy who was shifted to the administration department in June 2016 was working there till the time of her arrest the hospital management and the staff noticed that the collapses of these babies had also come to a halt as soon as lucy was out of the pediatric department on 29th july 2016 one of the consultant doctors sent an email to the hospital authorities strongly recommending that the police investigate all infant deaths that had occurred in the hospital but rather than taking action the hospital authorities reached out to the royal college of pediatrics and child health asking them to review the countess of chester hospital's neonatal unit after a representative from the royal college conducted an assessment they submitted a report in november 2016 advising the hospital to conduct an independent review of all the infant deaths that had occurred a similar suggestion was given by another doctor who reviewed the files of the babies who had lost their lives in the hospital specifically highlighting the need to investigate the deaths of four of those children finally after numerous requests from consultant doctors and staff members The hospital authorities contacted the police in March 2017. Between January and March, the consultant doctors were instructed to send an email to Lucy apologizing to her for their behavior, and the two of the consultant doctors were asked to reach a mediation with Lucy. However, only one of the doctors sat down with her to discuss the issue. Dr. Stephen Brewery identified as the second doctor designated for mediation never engaged in such a meeting during the initial investigation the police examined all the children's files and ruled out the possibility of their deaths 
being due to natural causes. Detective Superintendent Paul Hughes was the one in charge of the case, and in his initial statements, he believed that Lucy might not have been the culprit behind the crimes. There was a possibility that another staff member might have been responsible for these murders and was framing Lucy. To make this scenario even more convincing, the staff members stopped committing the murders as soon as Lucy was reassigned to the administration department to make it look more plausible that Lucy was the main culprit. But by December 2017, after a thorough investigation into the deaths, Detective Hughes became convinced that at least three children had not died of natural causes. After consulting with experts, they all had one thing to say: that the children would not have died due to natural causes or failing to respond to resuscitation efforts. Thus, Operation Hummingbird, the code name for Lucy Ledby's case, officially commenced. As the police compiled a list of nurses present when the children experienced health crisis, they obtained attendance sheets from the time of the deaths. Out of all the nurses who were present there, only one name was consistent among them all: Lucy Ledby. This was enough for the police to pin Lucy as their main culprit. Dr. Stephen who first initiated and told the management about the mysterious deaths back in July 2015 after the death of the first three babies had been cooperating with detective Paul by providing all the evidence and stating his side of the story specifically when he started doubting Lucy by this point the hospital had a new chief executive Dr Susan Gilby as soon as she started working Dr Gilby began uncovering answers regarding the lack of action taken by hospital authorities and discovered compelling evidence. Back in 2015, the hospital did agree to get authorities involved to investigate, but they were never really informed about the deaths. The management team had also failed to report the deaths appropriately. The National Health Service remained unaware of the alarming increase in infant deaths because they were never reported in the first place the worst part was that the board of the hospital trust was completely unaware of the deaths till july 2016 armed with substantial evidence the police reached lucy's house at 6 in the morning and she was arrested on 8 counts of murder and 6 counts of attempted murder on 3 July 2018 she was released on bail after 3 days of her arrest once she was out the police turned their focus to investigate her time at the liverpool women's hospital during her training but no suspicious deaths or reports were found as the investigation progressed the police updated the number of deaths they were probing to 17 fatalities and 15 non-fatal attacks that occurred between March 2015 and July 2016 after her first arrest Lucy was asked not to return to work on June 10th 2019 she was arrested for the second time with three additional charges of attempted murder 
added to the existing ones she managed to secure bail the investigation and legal proceedings were considerably affected by a global pandemic causing delays in her arrest and trial after her second arrest lucy spent time at her parents house where she was arrested for the third time on 10th november 2020 in a statement released by the police they stated that the crown prosecution service had authorized cheshire police to charge a healthcare professional with murder in connection with the ongoing investigation into the murder of deaths at the countess of cheshire hospital the very next day on 11th november lucy appeared in court and was charged with 8 counts of murder and 10 counts of attempted murder where she pleaded not guilty to the crimes she was refused bail and was asked to stay in police custody till her trial took place during her arrest detective paul hughes stated that he tried to find alternatives of lucy being the killer but every time they went back to the evidence it all pointed to one person lucy on 10th october 2022 lucy stood trial at the manchester crown court between october 2022 and june 2023 the judge and 11 jury members consisting of 7 men and 4 women heard all the evidence that the prosecution representing lucy and the families of the victims presented to the court and there was a lot of evidence throughout the trial lucy displayed a lack of emotion when questioned by the prosecutors or when evidence was presented in the court every time the prosecutors would bring up her past life or would show images of her bedroom or her house lucy would start crying but if they started talking about the babies who died her tears would stop when lead prosecutor nick johnson summarized her reaction lucy claimed that she had cried when talking about some of the babies he also said that lucy was aware of what was going on in the hospital and took pleasure in predicting future outcomes she was in effect playing god during the search of her house the police took photographs and scarred for any evidence linking lucy to the children's murders they found her daily journal and a post-it note that could be considered a confession the note said quote i don't deserve to live i killed them all on purpose because i was not good enough to take care of them in capital letters she wrote quote i am evil i did this unquote now if one note said this another notes altogether claimed her innocence quote i haven't done anything wrong and they have no evidence so why have i had to hide away unquote along with the note they also found a bag full of hospital papers inside her bedroom a shopping bag contained 257 confidential handover sheets from the hospital many of which were related to the babies that she had harmed or killed when the prosecutor questioned her about this she said she was collecting paper or that it somehow ended up at her home furthermore the police found evidence that showed her involvement 
with one of the child's collapse for example child m who was injected by air lucy had written down details of the medications administered on a paper towel while the doctors attempted to resuscitate the baby and took the paper towel home they also found a blood gas report of child m and several shift handover sheets which should not have left the hospital and were discovered in her bag in her diary entries a week after killing two out of three triplets she mentioned her plans to dine in a mexican restaurant attend salsa classes and remind herself to pay council tax all these things suggested that she had no remorse for any of the killings she committed she also maintained a list of all the babies and the dates when they were killed which was presented as evidence in the court while lucy took the stand in the court she denied all the accusations against her she diverted the attention of the killings to her working conditions at the hospital stating that the plumbing conditions and leakage inside the nurseries caused the baby's collapse she alleged that the hospital was an unsafe place to work and described raw sewage coming out of the sinks her defense barrister ben myers started questioning lucy about her past while answering the questions she was well spoken and unflustered thoughtful and cooperative but her answers were getting repetitive raising suspicion that she might have been coached for this cross examination after 5 days of talking to her defense barrister it was prosecutor nick johnson's turn to ask questions he had no sympathy or empathy for lucy and started questioning her ruthlessly at first lucy was poised but as the pressure increased she started breaking down one by one the prosecutor picked holes in her testimony pointing out the differences between what she told the police after her arrest and what she was saying in the court she disagreed with established nursing guidelines senior doctors and medical experts there were even moments when she tried to outsmart johnson those never ended well for instance lucy had planned a trip to ibiza in june 2016 when the prosecutors highlighted this part and stated that she had already intended to harm babies during her vacation she denied it according to the evidence she attempted to harm child n before her trip when she returned the next day to work she killed two out of three triplets when put under pressure she tried to divert attention by claiming that she only wanted to take care of the babies before returning to work she texted her friends saying quote probably be back with a bang unquote in fact throughout the trial several texts were presented to the jury and the judge after killing the first baby a fellow nurse checked on lucy and texted her before her next shift to which she replied quote dad was on the floor crying saying please don't take our baby away when we took him to the morgue it's just heartbreaking it's the hardest thing i've ever had to do hopefully have a more positive one tonight unquote she then proceeded to kill the second baby the next day on 22nd june 
after killing the fourth baby, baby T, she sent a text to one of her colleagues saying, quote, "On a day-to-day basis, it's an incredible job with so many positives. But sometimes I think, how do such sick babies get through and others just die so suddenly and unexpectedly? Guess it's how it's meant to be." I think there's an element of fate involved. There is a reason for everything. Unquote. The one text that was highlighted the most was after attempting to murder the twin babies L and M, whom she tried to kill on the same day by inserting insulin and air into their bloodstream. Four and a half hours after their attempt, she texted her mother. asking about her father's participation in the grand national horse racing game and requested that her father place a bet on a horse for her by 5:35 pm her mother texted her saying that rule the world a horse had won the game 2 hours after baby am collapsed she texted a friend saying quote work has been shit but I just won a hundred and thirty-five pounds on the Grand National horse emoji. Unquote. She went on to text her friends, sharing her plans to unpack in her new home. When they suggested having a party, she responded with enthusiasm, happily mentioning that she had just won the Grand National. These texts revealed a disturbing lack of concern for the two babies who had collapsed in the nursery. that day Lucy was also observed searching for the victims families on Facebook which raised questions from the prosecutor about her motives she denied any obsession with the victims families one theory explored by the prosecutors was Lucy's potential crush on one of the doctors leading her to harm the babies in hopes of gaining his attention but Lucy denied this claim According to her, she was convinced that the superior doctors were trying to sabotage her career and shifting all the blame on her. In the final week of June 2023, Prosecutor Johnson delivered his closing statement, highlighting that Lucy's favored method of killing the babies was injecting air into their bloodstream, a method she had used 12 times in her attempts to end their lives other than lucy all eyes were diverted to the hospital's management as well doctors like stephen and jairam had indicated the hospital about the suspicious deaths but no action was ever taken dr stephen had attempted to support traumatized staff members and had even suggested that lucy take a few days off lucy however declined and stated that she was ready to take responsibility if anything happened to the baby a few days later she tried to kill baby q finally on 18th august 2023 lucy was found guilty she was convicted on 14 charges out of 22 she was found guilty on seven counts of murder and seven counts of attempted murder the judge sentenced her to life in prison without the possibility of parole meaning she would be inside the prison till her death over the last 7 years since lucy stopped working 
at the Countess of Chester Hospital, the neonatal unit has reported only one death. During her trial, Lucy and her parents were consistently present for all hearings. However, on the day of the final verdict, none of them were inside the courtroom. Lucy had opted to attend the hearing via video conferencing, a decision that provoked anger among the victim's family and the prosecutors. This controversy prompted the enactment of a new law in the British legal system, mandating that every accused individual must be physically present for their final verdict. Refusal to attend in person would result in an additional two years of imprisonment. This law would be applicable in cases where the maximum sentence is life imprisonment, particularly for serious sexual or violent crimes such as murder, rape, and grievous bodily harm with intent. In September 2023, Lucy appealed to the court saying that she was not guilty to all the 22 charges and on 25th September, the court heard her appeal with only one of all the charges would be considered for retrial, the attempted murder of a baby girl in February 2016. For the six charges on which the jury couldn't reach a verdict, an alternate approach would be used. The Crown Prosecution Service decided not to proceed with retrials for any of the charges. Instead, the CPS and the families of the victim would collaborate to resolve, given the complexity of Lucy Ledby's case. The lingering question revolves around the motive behind these murders. There is no clear indication that she planned to kill these babies from the start. She was somehow obsessed with them, collecting their blood reports and writing their names down. She knew she was guilty, but then tried to justify her killings as well. She was shaken by their deaths initially, but then became completely unhinged. The authorities and experts have struggled to identify a definitive reason for Lucy's actions. Her upbringing was normal. There were no traumatic events in her life, which could result in her committing such crimes. Or at least it wasn't recorded. She liked babies and always wanted to help them. But there is no quote-unquote reason as to why she killed them. None of the conventional psychological traits seem to apply to Lucy, leaving authorities and experts searching for answers to the killings. Lucy, who still believes is not guilty of committing these crimes, would be spending her life in a high-security prison, and her name would forever be recalled as one of the deadliest female serial killers in modern Britain, and is the fourth woman in their history to receive the sentence of spending the rest of her life behind the bars. The case of Lucy Ledby has been covered as a podcast series named The Trial of Lucy Ledby, produced by Mail Metro Media. This podcast delves into every piece of evidence presented during the trial and provides a comprehensive discussion of the baby deaths. If you are interested in getting all the intricate details of the case, 
then I'd recommend listening to the show. I'll add the link in the description. I've added images of Lucy's house, her diary, and her I am evil note on our Instagram. I've also added the final verdict for each baby, whether the jury found her guilty, not guilty, or if they could not reach a verdict. So do have a look. I've added the link in the description. I'll be back next week with another murder case. Till then, take care and be safe.